How is data transforming business? Presented by Enterprise Management 360 and moderated by Donna Burbank. In today's data-driven business environment, data is the engine that provides the source for innovation and business opportunity for leading organizations in today's increasingly digital marketplace. Organizations around the globe are reinventing themselves not only as data-driven companies who are using data for strategic advantage to improve business operations, but as data companies where data itself is a core asset for monetization. One company who has undergone this strategic transformation is Deutsche Telekom. While we might be most familiar with the company as the largest telecommunications provider in Europe, they've recently launched a data intelligence hub, the first marketplace for secure data exchange for both business customers and artificial intelligence or AI methods and tools. With me today to discuss this exciting new platform is Sven Loeffler, Business Development Executive for IoT and the Data Economy at Deutsche Telekom, and Chris Darnville, Senior Director of Sales Engineering at Cloudera, who has been a key partner in supporting the Data Intelligence Hub platform. Welcome, Sven and Chris. Many companies are currently looking at ways that they can leverage data or data platforms for strategic advantage. Deutsche Telekom has taken a tremendous innovative leap into this world with this data innovation hub. How do you think, Sven, the company arrived at this decision to launch such a platform? And and can you provide a brief overview of what this platform entails for those who aren't really familiar with the solution? Yes, of course. Um, We started um, our journey already, I would say, three, four years ago. We took the strategic decision to launch a product solution with a company called Motion Logic. It's a company where we are monetizing our signaling data from Deutsche Telekom customers, highly anonymized. So that was a starting point. And during this journey, we learned that the combination of process data, open data, and data from customers are really strategic important. And uh, this journey started two years ago. And in this time frame, we decided to develop this product called Telecom Data Intelligence Hub. And this is a product where you are able to combine different data sources and um, prepare data to use tools. As an example, the data science uh, workbench from Tadera is one component you can uh, combine and bring the data together to create data-driven insights. So the idea is we offer data as how to combine data, monetize data, analyze data, and with analytical tools and capabilities, we are generating data-driven products and insights with the product. And Chris, I understand that Cloudera was a key partner with Deutsche Telekom in supporting this platform. Could you tell us a little bit more about how Cloudera was involved in this effort? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, obviously, the, the Data Intelligence Hub, as you mentioned, is a great example of a company taking data that's available and really moving to the next kind of step, which is monetizing data that's available. So, you know, at Cloudera, we've been delighted to partner on the program. So underpinning the Data Intelligence Hub, which is obviously a solution providing a a number of capabilities, we have the Cloudera platform. So we provide a a modern platform for machine learning and analytics. And and what it does uh, in partnership and under the Data Intelligence Hub is allow customers to come and access the data sets, but also crucially to share their own data sets. They can join data sets, uh, perform machine learning and analytical workloads using the Cloudera platform. Uh, It's provided obviously as a cloud service. So we're using the Cloudera Altus cloud platform and therefore the access to the infrastructure is hidden from the end user. They can concentrate on machine learning and analytics and not concentrate on the delivery of uh, of cloud uh, infrastructure itself. So it's a really great partnership. 
couple of other areas where we, we're working in partnership as well. We're providing the Cloudera data science workbench toolkits through this platform. This allows data scientists to come uh, and access the data directly using their favored data science language, be it something like Python or R or, or Scala. So that's another key part of the partnership. And of course, we're collaborating and working jointly on uh, business development activities. So taking this exciting solution out into the market jointly together as well. I think what both of you mentioned is, is the, I don't want to say buzzwords, but really the excitement in the industry with things like monetization, artificial intelligence, Internet of Things. And so many companies that I work with are really interested in getting into that space, but they're held back due to infrastructure concerns or the volume, scalability, complexity. So I'm curious your perspective on how these cloud-based platforms, such as the Data Intelligence Hub, can give organizations a leg up. And, and is this something that only large organizations can consider, or do you think there's options for smaller companies? as well. I'll pass that to you, Sven, because you've been close to this in the platform. What are your thoughts? Yeah, over the last nine months during the feasibility phase, we learned that uh, we can see large enterprise customers that are long in the big data analytics business. They are mainly interested to exchange data. That means they have an existing use case. Let us pick one, predictive maintenance as one example. And um, they have a clear understanding of what kind of additional data they would need to optimize their existing use case and model. So the bigger ones are interested in exchanging data and optimizing the existing data. The smaller ones, really the request that they have not really access to the experts, they have not even a clue about the use case that can bring in data-driven value for their company. So for them, it is really important to have not only the, the access to data, they have then it's also important to have access to tools, to technologies like the data science workbench and not even develop it in a sandbox way, also scale it to bring it to the production with the output component from Cloudera. So that means the end-to-end -end approach for the smaller ones is really crucial and important for that reason. We are addressing the telecom data in terms to both small, medium and large organizations. And that is great that these things come together. Yeah, no, that's an interesting perspective. I mean, we talk about monetization of data. We're so used to financial markets where large organizations work together, but these are really data, you know, transactional markets where they can share data. It's an interesting perspective. Chris, what's your thoughts on this? Is this a, a large companies or, or, or smaller ones involved or what's your perspective on the, the differences between those? So I would say that I think um, cloud and, and the move to cloud is proving to be quite a compelling proposition for, for businesses, for government organizations, but of all sizes, really. So I think a lot of people believe that cloud is about cost. And, and whilst sometimes there's a potential for cost optimization, you know, often really uh, agility is the key. So cloud elasticity combined with the right applications like the Data Intelligence Hub can help organizations and business units fulfill requests and provision resources easily in order to deliver insight to the business. So I think it's a real key component of the solution. And we see cloud-based big data growing exponentially for, for Cloudera customers. And we have customers of all different sizes, obviously very large enterprises, but uh, smaller organizations as well, really, because any organization can move to be data-driven and a data-driven organization because, you know, most organizations, you know, have a lot of data that they're not necessarily exploiting. I think cloud and that uh, elasticity and access to infrastructure is really a key driver of helping people exploit data. And obviously the angle of the data sharing aspect on it that you've already mentioned, I think is, uh, you know, is really exciting because 
you know, if you are able to, you know, rapidly provision infrastructure and then you can join your own data up with maybe some other open data sets or, or also share your data sets for other people to utilize as well. And accessing that in a self-service manner, I think that's really a really exciting development. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And, and your point about scalability is a good one because, you know, what I've seen is both large and small companies, you're not going to start with this massive wholesale investment. It's small, agile MVPs, you know, show success and then go into the next one. So that's a great option to be able to do that in a scalable way. The other thing that Sven mentioned right in the beginning in his first comment was this idea of sort of anonymizing the data, and, and, and that is a key concern with security and privacy for most organizations looking to move to the cloud. You know, the innovation opportunity is there, but there's also that risk. So what's your advice for those who are looking to take advantage of the scalability that the cloud can offer but might have concerns about security? Chris, I'll give that to you first. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so we hear a lot of uh, concerns about security with regards cloud. It's it's probably when I meet with customers, one of the number one topics that they want to talk about. But um, you know, security is is quite a, a generic topic and can include and range from a number of different areas through things like you know who can control what data, anonymization, encryption, you know, all the way through to governance and of course uh, data sovereignty, which um, you know. From a European perspective, um, we hear a lot about with the recent uh, GDPR uh, legislation. So I think my advice normally to customers is firstly, understand that your requirements for security are probably very similar in the cloud than they are you know, in a normal on-premise data environment. So to be acceptable normally for information security, uh, cloud analytic platforms must kind of meet or exceed corporate requirements around security governance you know, management. So Central control for role-based access, you know, authentication, authorization, encryption of data, you know, correct management and handling of, uh, of encryption keys. These are kind of all really must-haves to pass, you know, the necessary audits and show compliance in the organizations. And then obviously increasingly people need to know where the data is and where it's coming from. So the ability to kind of define metadata around your data in a business context being able to show you know, where data comes from, what kind of transformation it goes through from a governance perspective and who's accessing the data. You know, these are all areas where people need to, to satisfy themselves that they're, they're meeting all of their internal requirements. And obviously, you know, people are going to want a platform that provide all of these um, you know, capabilities. So from a Cloudera perspective, that's something we focused on very heavily in our platform historically. And then obviously there's some a great additional capabilities in the, in the data intelligence hub in this area as well. So they'd be the kind of things that I would be looking for or I would be advising customers to look for when, when thinking about security in this aspect. I'm very glad you brought up the point of governance, and and I advise customers in a very similar way. I mean, you need to have the overarching governance rules and policies and and infrastructure, and cloud is just one aspect of that. It's just one method of storing data, and you're right, there's on-prem and cloud, but the overarching governance, because things like GDPR are very real. (laughs) This isn't an option anymore. Sorry, I was just going to jump in there, John, because you mentioned there was something really interesting. I think, you know, very few people, unless you're a very new company, are only exclusively in cloud or only exclusively in in uh, you know in the data center. Most people have a hybrid model, and you need to you know a strong security and governance layer to go across all of those, as you just said. Yeah, I'm a big fan of just looking at it from the data perspective. Where is our customer data? You know? Sven, what's your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I think um, it's really crucial and important the security and the trust part because uh, with the telecom data intelligence hub, you can exchange, you can buy and sell data. And that is a crucial part really at the beginning as we developed the um, data intelligence hub. This product is based on a security concept based from the International Data Space Association. It is an association that was founded in 2014 uh, by the German government. And based on this reference architecture, we developed our product. And what does it mean for the customers? The customer can select and search and browse uh, in a marketplace. You can compare it to a marketplace like Amazon. You will see the products, you will see the data products as an example, forecast weather data from IBM as, as one example. You are interested in this data. You can decide if you would like to persist as centralized or you would have it on your own premise. So the, the cloud mix between public and hybrid and private is also a built-in component and functionality. And then you can decide how you would like to work with your data. But the key concept is to leave the data decentralized. So that means when a company is acting as a data provider and publishing the metadata to the marketplace and the data consumer then is interested in and you can subscribe it, you can check it out, and then you would exchange the data into a peer-to-peer a way that means this data will fly from customer A to customer B and the connection point is only the marketplace. That is really the crucial part. So the data will stay decentralized and you can exchange your data and that is all based on the industrial data space or now called International Data Space Association. I'm so glad you brought up metadata because that really, you know, you can do that peer-to-peer communication once you have that metadata layer. That's your that's really your search engine, right, <laughs> to help you understand. Depending on the on the business scenario, on the use case, then you and and the the license rights you as a data provider can decide what uh, the data consumer can do with the data. It could be the situation that you can consume it once and then you have to throw it away, or you can consume it a couple of times or a time period, and uh, then there's as well the differentiation between batch and real time data, and all these capabilities are supported. Uh, by the Cloudera platform. And for that reason, we are really happy to work with them so close together. There's so many people looking to do this. And I think these platforms can really help more people sort of get in the game, so to speak. But people are always interested in people who have succeeded already, right? So are there any success stories that are particularly interesting you'd like to share that have used this platform to be more data-driven? Sven, what are your experiences? Yes, of course. For us, it was really crucial to develop this product with customers together. We out to 50 customers uh, starting off December uh, last year and February, no, it was in April this year, we launched the Data Intelligence Hub in the market and we did it with four customers, Siemens, Salzgitter and Zlog. With them, we developed a kind of showcase and visualized how the data-driven platform can look like. And during this time frame, we developed our product further and launched the product then in September with the city of Bonn. City of Bonn was the first, or is the first success story. This customer signs a contract already. And what are they doing? They are not monetizing, but they are collecting their data that are generated in the city of Bonn. And then they are publishing, or first they are collecting the data then they're publishing the data into our portal and then citizens have access to it. So the, so this point is we see a huge demand actually in the open data market, specifically from cities. They're really interested in to, or they have seen, not, not interested in it. That is per definition, uh, they have to publish all data that are, are generated in a city 
to the citizens, that the citizens have access to this data. And that is what we are doing for them. We are giving them the platform to host all open data for the city of Bonn. I mean, we keep hearing about this vision of a smart city, but this is really not only is being done, but it's open to the citizens themselves. Chris, what's your favorite success story in this environment? I wanted to just build on uh, on what was said there about the city of Bonn, because I, I think it offers an insight into what I think are really interesting use cases for this type of platform. So obviously, cloud-based platforms are suitable for, for many different uh, data-driven type uh, initiatives, but I think particularly suitable for IoT, Internet of Things use cases, and also uh, machine learning as well. And, and I think that's where there's a nice crossover with the city of Bonn. Obviously, if you think about the concept of a smart city, you know, lots of data being gathered from sensors. By the nature of that data, it's already existing in a cloud you know, environment somewhere. So therefore... Landing that data in in a cloud platform is the most logical place to obviously store the data. And that makes it particularly applicable for this type of um, solution. And then, of course, once you've got the data, you can perform your your analytics. But, you know, if you want to take it a step further and look at machine learning, again, cloud is a a particularly suitable platform for machine learning. Because often if, if you are building and training a model, you need access to a lot of infrastructure, but you only need access to it for a short period of time. So they tend to be quite transient workloads. Again, you know, cloud is in this type of platform is very suitable for those types of workloads as well. So I think those two pieces are are particularly applicable and and people with those types of workloads where they want to combine data with open data sets. This platform would be really interesting for those types of use cases. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, this has been really interesting. And I know personally I could speak about data all day, (laughs) but we are out of time. Um, So thank you both Sven and Chris for sharing your insights with us. And thanks for everybody for listening for this episode of this this particular episode of Data Transforming Business. And we look forward to seeing you online for our next edition. How is data transforming business? This podcast was presented by Enterprise Management 360 and moderated by Donna Burbank. Head to em360tech.com for more.